Jenny Green. Weekdays from 3 on 2FM. The sound of the nation. 2FM, that is Kinsey, Mr. Nice Guy, which segues beautifully into my guest on the show. I know, it's too much. Uh, So as we are all too aware, it has been a long time since many of us have had the opportunity to see a live show. I'm delighted to say, though, Stand Up is back. And if you're free on the 26th of November, your entertainment will be in a good cause, all in for a good cause, because Stand With Hunger takes place on Friday, 26th of November in Liberty Hall at 8pm. And the man behind it, Kevin McGarren, is sitting right in front of me. Kevin, how are you? Jenny Green, how are you? I'm great. I'm all the better for seeing you. Uh, we're going to talk about all this, but I haven't seen you in ages. So how have you been? You're, you're looking well today. Your shirt game is on point. I like, yeah, I like to make an effort with the shirts. Yeah, you uh, did. It can sort of make up for like not taking care of your body in any way. <laughs> if you've got a nice shirt, you know, people don't look at the rest of you. This is it. <laughs> so how have you been? Because obviously, you know, you had a baby and everything. It's, it's a been a baby. kind of a crazy year for yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's a weird year because I was just talking to my wife, Siobhan, about it. Like we went from having nothing on to been mad, mad busy now. But it's great. Like getting invites to stuff and going to shows and dinners and stuff like that. So we're yeah, we're mad to get back into the world. The novelty hasn't worn off and going out yet, has it? No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We've got a while to go. So tell me about uh this gig. So stand up to hunger. Um and this was something that yourself and your wife came up with. Yeah, well I suppose we we were talking one night about Yemen and we just kept reading these just awful stories about it and everything that's going on there. Like there's been a civil war there since 2014 and there's 80% of the population are in dire need of, of food aid and medical supplies. And, you know, a lot of them are kids. There's like there's 12 million children who are in big need of help. Like. Yeah. So we were thinking, like, what will we do? And I suppose, like, I know a lot of comedians. She's very good at organising things. So we just said, let's put on a show, see how much we can actually raise. And the response has been amazing. Like, people are really willing to help out, like, you know, and be entertained, I suppose. And it's great that you actually, because a lot of times I find those conversations happen at home late at night, maybe when you're into the second bottle of wine (laughs) sometimes. And you're like, let's do something great and let's make a difference. And then you get up in the morning and you think, I don't know where to start. So you've actually followed through on it. I'm quite impulsive. If I if if I do something immediately, I know if I don't do it at that time, I'll I'll forget about it. So like I just started sending the text straight away Um, contacted UNICEF. UNICEF have a really good. Um, track record for um, percentage of their profits going to the cause, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of charities that are a little bit dodgy, you know. So they have a really good track record and they're one of the few charities still in Yemen and they obviously focus, UNICEF are a children's charity, children's focused charity. So it was a no brainer to go with them. So for anyone who doesn't know too much at the moment, because I, I think in the last sort of 18 months, we've all been caught up in our own lives and of thought course, that, yeah, yeah. you know, this is the worst thing ever. And, and forgetting that it's so much worse in, oh my gosh, in yeah. general in yeah. a lot of other places. So what is the current situation like in Yemen at the moment? It's really, really bad. Like in October, I think you had the biggest displacement of humans in, in the year. Um millions and millions of people were had to leave their home because of war because of famine because of disease and it's only kind of getting worse um, I suppose the upside of things I know we like to hear the good news side of things mm. is UNICEF are doing amazing work over there and they've already done amazing work but they need a lot of money so um, I suppose I suppose we're just trying to make as much as we can for them like the the show itself um, like there's a 400 seater venue there in, in Liberty Hall so um, 
they show it's, we should raise a good bit of money for that but the raffle uh, is where we can really make our money I wanted back. to get into this with you because uh, <laughs> for anyone listening right now if you go on onto Instagram as well uh, stand up underscore to hunger you will find it there and there's uh, even the, just the latest post that went up there um, from last night, which was um, from the prize that you have of Dustin. That yeah. this is this is a great prize. This is like somebody would love this. This is a piece of <laughs> Irish history. Yes. This this should be in a museum, Jenny, <laughs> and it can be in your home. It's Dustin's 1997 election poster when he tragically didn't get the presidency. He ran for Shocking. presidency, didn't get it under the poultry party. Um, and he signed it he's framed it he threw in a, a Den TV t-shirt from like 1994 signed that as well so that's one of the many prizes we've got like seven Vicar Street tickets that's seven pairs so you've got Joanne McNally Neil Delamere is that one of Joanne's hundred nights that's she's doing yeah, yeah. I don't know how she's going to be still standing pe- after this if there's any people who haven't already bought a <laughs> ticket to Joanne McNally you Buy could another win one, one. <laughs> So, yeah, Jason Byrne, Daryl Brian, Foil Arms and Hogg, Neil Delamere. Um, I'm leaving somebody out. Um, but Tommy Ternan, Tommy Ternan and Mary Wallopers. Like, they're just some of the prizes we have. The prizes have been sick. And it's great because a lot of times people will hear something like this. They want to help or they want to go to the gig, but they can't make it. That's so it. Like this it's... is kind of how we're hoping that you'll get the further money up. Yeah. So if you can't go to the show, go on I Donate and idonate.com or .ie rather all the, the links are on uh, my Instagram and my Twitter and Stand Up To Hunger's Instagram and Twitter as well And how did you find sort of the, the last you know 18 months or whatever it was because you know I, I read uh, somewhere that you had spoken about how you felt comedy sort of sometimes gets a little bit of a raw deal when you're talking about you know a form of art and things like that that you know, we needed to remember how important these things were to us so that they would be there when we came back to them. Yeah, well, I suppose like it's getting harder for people in the sort of creative arts to live in Dublin. Like rent has gone crazy. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of art forms get sort of tax breaks. Like, unfortunately, stand up comedy isn't really considered an art. So uh, if anyone's listening, who's I often charge? wondered what, cor- what what sort of art form is considered for a tax break. And like I thought, poetry, should, I, should I do that on the side just as a backup plan? Yeah, if you throw in, <laughs> throw in a few poems into this. and Listen, I'm one of the few people I think who doesn't have a podcast or a poetry book. <laughs> I need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> start with a children's book. I feel okay. like that's how people start. That's off. the one. But um, I think everyone was so mad for gigs. Like I called up like the people on the bill. We've got Tony Cantwell. We've got a nice mix of like the young kind of Instagram comedians and then the older stage people, you know. The gentlemen. The gentlemen. So we've got um, Tony Cantwell, Emma Dorn, Julie J, Fred Cook, uh, Peter McGann, Edwin Salmon, Colin McDonald, Barry Murphy, emceed by Carl Spain. Am I leaving anybody else out there? Uh, maybe I am, but hopefully You've been doing that. pretty good there now That's so far good. in that. I'm reeling it off. So it'll be a great night. It's like nine comedians for twenty-one fifty. You know, that's a pretty good deal. That's a really good deal. And it's yeah. all for a great cause as well. And for your own material at the moment, you know, where, what is it looking like? Where are you where are you taking influence from? Oh, Has it changed at all for you as soon as you've been kind of technically off for a little while? I mean, the pressure, there's a lot more pressure because yeah. you're like, you've been off for a year and a half and that's the best joke you could come up with. Mind you, what I wondered about the pressure was, and I know from even going to gigs and from playing gigs over the last few weeks and normally getting that 
absolute terror beforehand and mm. I thought to myself I don't I, I'm wondering will people just be so happy to be out they won't be as fussy as they used to yeah, be yeah there's a little bit That's of that I'm hoping like there's a little bit like we did Vicker Street there recently um, with myself and Tony Peter McGann and Hannah Mamelis and it was sold out show and I was emceeing and I walked out and the crowd just exploded because they were so mad yeah. to be out and to be laughing and to be surrounded by people having a few pints and it it shocked it shocked me. I forgot what that was like, you know. I was like, oh, this is why it's addictive, you know. So I'm guessing you're not sorry to see the back of the Zoom gigs. I never did them. I just, I couldn't do them. No. It's, have you ever made a joke on a Zoom call? And you have that little three second delay where you're not sure if the joke didn't land, it offended somebody or else yeah. uh, you're just waiting for their response. So yeah, the idea is I couldn't do Zoom gigs. No. You need comedy, you need to... You need to be in a room together. You yeah. need to have this shared little secret thing, you know. And was there anything else that you did do over the last while that you, you know, any new hobbies or anything that you suddenly had a little bit of extra time for? Um, I suppose having a child was the main hobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a few different things. Like I did a painting show for a bit. And the painting show was great. Yeah, I yeah, really enjoyed fun. that. Yeah. So that was kind of the first hobby that became a show. Which never happens. Are you going? I got to more work from RTE during the pandemic than I did for previous four years. I don't know what that says. <laughs> they were desperate. Let's, let's, let's not go there. Will you be selling any paintings of your own at any point? Uh, I don't think so. No. Do you not taking commissions or anything? No, I give a, I give a few away for free, sort of on Instagram and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. Am I that level yet? I'm no Grayson Perry. Listen, I've seen worse. Okay. And I've seen people who bought them as well. <laughs> um, what is next for you after this? What's happening? Or, or any big plans sort of Christmas. now that after Christmas, any plans when seen as, you know, uh, I'm well, hoping we're, we're back open. Yeah, for we're good. doing another series of Clear History uh, with myself, Joanne McNally and Jason Byrne as team captains. So, and we'll have an audience this oh, time. Oh, wow. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we did it last year and it was, without an audience, it was a lot harder. It's very hard to be funny when nobody's laughing. And what I find amazing in a TV studio is there's a sound of silence in a room like that, that it's car- yeah. it doesn't even come across on the TV. Yeah. But when you're sitting there, it just feels so flat. Yeah, it's really, really flat. <laughs> then you're so to be funny. And we're, we're looking forward to that. And like, Joanne and Jason are... Pff, I don't have to do any work. Have you signed them amazing. up already now? Do you, will you be able to get yeah, Joanne back? They're, they're, they're contractually obliged. Great. She's going nowhere. She is We've going nowhere. We've got her nowhere. locked in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for anyone listening now, Stand Up To Hunger, it takes place Friday 26th of November in Liberty Hall, 8pm. Tickets at a snip for 21.50. All proceeds going to UNICEF. And if anyone would like to get involved and buy a raffle ticket as well, myself included, Go where do it. I buy it? The raffle tickets are on iDonate. So if you go to Stand Up To Hunger, either Twitter or Instagram or my page, Kevin McGarren, um, you'll find a link there. Do you see all the signed records? I didn't see the signed records. Oh, my oh God. hang on now. Now you've got me. We Tell got, us what's there. We got uh, Bitch Falcon Ham Sandwich. Connor from The Villagers did us a painting. Oh, uh, wow. Connor Paints. Don Conroy sent us a painting. Um, Is it an L? It is an L, yeah. The, okay, man, well, the man's sure obsessed. Have to the man's, he's got a, an illness. <laughs> He's got some sort of owl fetish. Um, so yeah, there's lots of uh, lots of gig tickets, lots of uh, signed records and stuff like that. Great. Well, we will get on that straight away. Um, Kevin McGarren, thank you for coming in to us today. It's thank you, Jenny, a, for having a pleasure. me. Pleasure. Here we go. Jenny Green, weekdays from three on Two FM. The sound of the nation.